You're listening to the Jim Mint Podcast by GFNF. Your weekly breakdown of sports cards, hobby news, and everything in between. And everything in between. Here's your hosts, Jake and Nico. Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Gem Mint by GFNF, episode 25. It is July 7th, Thursday. We are a day behind. We had a little uh, little technical difficulties yesterday, but not a big deal. We are 20 days out uh, from the National in Atlantic City. Uh, as always, I'm here with, uh, with Jake. What's good, bro? Good week so far, I think. Um, overall, for not having a target week. Yeah, yeah, let's just hop into it. Yeah, like you said, no target this past week. I think it was uh, expected off week, uh, especially with the holiday um, on Monday. I think that was probably never going to you know, happen. Um, we did see Walmart again, though, with their new uh, drop time, 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern on Wednesday. Obviously, we saw that like late night Thursday one. Then we saw like, you know, last week was like that like kind of bullshit drop it at three which like really wasn't a drop and then it happened again at nine and then uh this week just nothing at three and then everything at nine um it was a weird drop it like wasn't i wouldn't say it was a ton of stock like the last two drops um but still like pretty like pretty decent you know people hitting you know decent amount uh just looking in the group and and on twitter and stuff um but uh i mean what do you think like this is the third prison drop we've gotten from Walmart. You know they had a decent amount in stores too. Is is this the last one we're gonna see, or do you think we got more? I think it's the last significant one we're gonna see. I think we may have one more target possibly where we get a at least a you know noticeable amount of megas and hangers and stuff. But I mean I don't know about you, but. I've had probably just from Target alone, I don't know, 700, 700 blasters or something like that come through. So I th- I don't know. I, I think I think we're ticking down here. Also, Optic comes out, what, the 20th? Yeah, it's like the week before the National, I think. Yeah, so they're getting into that. Usually uh, we see retail not too far after Hobby, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think we're winding down. Yeah, I think it's good too. I, the only thing that scares me is like a lot of people are are holding. Um, obviously, people are selling, but a lot of people are holding. Um, so, I think the demand will be there, but um, you know, you just never know because it is printed pretty heavy. Um, so it's obviously smart to, you know, offload a little bit just to cover your costs and not really have to worry. Um, Definitely. you know, too much. Obviously, it's not going to go to zero, but um, you know, you never know what this stuff might just take a little longer than you were you were planning. So, yeah. um, yeah. but Which yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It eventually get there. Yeah. Um, tops though, um, if, you know, pretty active over the past couple of weeks. Um, we saw uh, UEFA Sapphire on UK, and then um, they went ahead and dropped it uh, on US, but for Montgomery Club. Which is kind of weird. That's the first time that's ever happened. Um, we've never seen a UK drop. You know, we're all like, "Oh shit!" I guess no Monty. Um, and then we get the 
Monty drop. I didn't, what time did you get your email? I think my email came like five hours after it went live. Yeah, mine was like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, they're really bad at those. It's just like, just like a terribly timed like you know tweet or something like that. Um, Maybe what happened was they they dropped in the UK and they planned on just dropping public and then they said, oh, everyone's still pissed about F1 Sapphire not getting access to that. We got it at least. I don't yeah. know. I think everyone's probably over the F1 Sapphire at this point, but we'll get into that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it did sit, uh, in stock for a little bit. Um, it was two quantity over on the UK, uh, your European regions. Um, it was in stock probably for like an hour or so. I think on us, it did eventually sell out. Um, it just small profits really on it. Um, I I don't think it'd be anything too crazy, at least off the rip. Um, but we'll see. It's still Sapphire, um, still UEFA. So it's, you know, at least a, a decent, uh, league for, for you know in soccer terms um, you know what you know what's funny thinking about that i for some and I, because the rookie class is so bad but every single sapphire product that's released basically ever has held its value or gone up and the only one that's teetering on that is the only one that that slump fully went in on which is 2021 uh our buddy slump went in 2020 chrome baseball sapphire which <laughs> has struggled to say the least because of the rookie yeah. class but um, hopefully he doesn't pass on this year's yeah hopefully he does because that'll mean more boxes for me true but uh yeah shout shout out to slump um yeah, and then uh, I think just on the botting front, nothing too crazy. We did have a call in the group um, on Tuesday for uh, for just a you know generic tops call. Ended up working out pretty well considering uh, yeah. there was a surprise drop the next day. So, sure. um, but that that went pretty well. I think uh, you know people. I think it was a good drop that people could test their setups on too. Sure. Um, you know, it wasn't too competitive, um, but you could at least get your kind of your feet under you if you're new to botting tops or. Um, you know, you yeah. just wanted to test out a different, a little bit of a different setup. So there was um, room for error on this one. So yeah, yeah, you had time. Yeah, you had time. So um, I think that's pretty much it on the uh, on the retail front. Let's get into some some hobby stuff. Um, probably the biggest thing uh, of the week here, at least from you know a profit perspective, uh, Star Wars Sapphire has just absolutely <laughs> taken the market by storm. Um, yeah. You know. When the box is first released uh, to Montgomery Club, I mean, pre-sales were what three fifty, yeah, for you know two hundred and twenty dollar box with tax, shipping. Um, quickly before they were even in hand, I want to say they were at like four fifty five hundred. You know, yeah. people started. I I bought a couple uh, at, at five hundred, um, and then they just started to go up and up and up. And up, and they're just not stopping. Um, they're currently, I think, the cheapest on eBay is twelve hundred. Buy it now. Uh, there's plenty of auctions ending. Um, you know, at high price points. Um, uh, it's at the rate it's going, dude. <laughs> like by the time this episode gets released, the following day, yeah. which will be Friday, it'll probably be fifteen hundred. Yeah, it might be. It might be. I mean, you know, w- when we posted about it, you know, I, I put everyone needs to go for this. Like, you should not be skipping this drop at all. You know, I, I'd mentioned Garbage Pail Kids, how it pretty much 20X'd, um, you know, from the release price. And I was like, there's no way that this is going to even get near that. Um, you know, we're not at a 20X yet. We're at about a 6X, but um, shit, man. It certainly feels like <laughs> we can get there. Um, 
gosh which would be pretty cool that would that would be yeah. really cool so this is the um the yearly I mean, we, may uh, look back, we may look back and be like you man we should have bought a bunch of boxes at a thousand or twelve hundred yeah i saw a couple of people in the group being like oh i, I passed at 800 he's like it's too late now um nope. who knows maybe it's not um i, I disagree yeah I, my opinion is i i think these are gonna probably hit 13 to 1500 they might sit at that price for a little bit or come back down even a little bit i, I think a thousand is probably a pretty safe floor um the thing with these is it's oddly uh i, I guess like the listings on ebay there's just there's just not a lot of them for sealed boxes and it just makes you wonder like where where are all these boxes i know there's a couple of people that haven't gotten their monty order yet but i mean that's just what maybe a third of the total supply of fifteen thousand. like yeah. where i where are these other ten thousand boxes like obviously there's you know guys like cheap fun breaks doing 10 box breaks but it just seems like there's like more supply somewhere um hopefully people are ripping them in 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 silence and just diminishing the already low supply yeah i mean yeah it's already low like even without people ripping it um so like i'm honestly not too concerned about it uh at, at all um i think if people that um you know bought in either of probably you know that want to undercut or or want to sell early have already done so um or they're you know they're at that point now where they're like oh shit like this is a lot of money um you know i want to take my profits and go which is like totally fine to do especially if you only have one box um right you know it doesn't hurt to do that but um yeah this is the yearly uh top stimmy so shout out to them um we had 1920 sapphire uefa uh two years ago obviously f1 sapphire last year and now star wars sapphire so Stop passing on Montgomery memberships. If yeah, you have, just stupid. I to know six hundred seems insane, but you're gonna make your money. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm under the impression with these Star Wars things, dude. Like we paid how much? Two hundred bucks for them. Yeah. You know, if, if you got them at retail, it, no matter what, they're never gonna go below that. So I, I think I'm just gonna ride this and see how far I can go up. Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm, I'm looking. To, I have five. I'm looking to offload one just to literally make my cost zero dollars, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's not a bad idea. That's what I got. And yeah, just to pretty much get my money back and then ride it out. Um, but we'll you see. You pulling the trigger here at twelve, or you're gonna see if you can hit fifteen? Yeah, I wouldn't mind twelve hundred. I would be cool with twelve hundred. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, though. Um, it just. Uh, I, I think we go up a little bit more, but. Um, it just I just very odd that there's just not a lot of stock out in the public hands. Uh it just makes me feel like blowout has like cases and cases <laughs> of this shit in a background. Yeah, this didn't get released on the foreign sites either. This was only US. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very it's so super weird. Um yeah. but anyway, yeah, moving on. So shout out to Tops for Star Wars. Um mm-hmm. the collectible market is, is still staying uh pretty solid with the Steph Curry game one finals jersey selling for two hundred and three thousand. Um, and you know, auction that had over a hundred bids, uh, that's a lot of money for a Jersey. Um, oh, yeah. so, and that's from this year's finals. Uh, yeah, this year's finals game. Yeah. One. Yep. Interesting. That's crazy. Tons of bids. Yeah. That's a lot of money for, I mean, not an irrelevant Jersey, but like, is there like big significance to it? I, I mean, I guess there's probably just not a lot of finals worn 
uh, Steph Curry signed jerseys out there. Think about um, how many Star Wars boxes you can buy with that two hundred and three thousand. <laughs> was this even signed, or was it just straight up a jersey? It was signed. Yeah, it was, it was signed. signed. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be insane because otherwise, <laughs> you could buy a, a authentic jersey. And, yeah, you know, you'd be going to like a show or something where he's doing autographs just to get it signed. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. Um, Mac Jones uh, offered a hilarious response to hearing a kid pulled one of his prism cards and prism cards and uh, sold it for a hundred thousand cash. Uh, he said, and I quote, I'm glad with trading cards and stuff, it's all cool. Um, That's so ridiculous, dude. Like, he doesn't know anything yeah. about cards. <laughs> I mean, like, that that quote is just like a, uh, a, you know, verbal form of that picture, him with the uh, with the cigar in his mouth. Like, just like with oh, the yeah. straight dad bog, like, mush, you know, look, <laughs> Casper-looking type guy. Um, straight up when I first <laughs> read that I was like this guy didn't even hear the question he just said yeah I'm glad with uh, trading cards yeah. and stuff it's all I'm just here so <laughs> I can find yep right um, yep. so yeah. <laughs> uh, this is pretty cool so Beckett um, has a, a kind of like a, a poll out there for uh, America's best card shop um, do you want to go through them I know one is uh, local to you yeah so this is part this is going to be part of their industry summit stuff so they do Breaker of the Year, Card Shop of the Year, um, that kind of stuff. So this is a new edition this year. They did a round where anyone could submit their shop, and then they narrowed it down with votes and stuff down to, I think, 10, and then down to this Final Four list, which uh, Baseball Card Connection, that's Effingham, Illinois. It's a south suburb of, uh, not really Chicago, but south of the city uh, here in Illinois. Uh, the Card Vault, which is in Foxborough, Massachusetts, where the Patriots play, that's actually in uh, the Patriots Stadium, if I remember right. Really cool. Um, they actually, we talked about them on the podcast a couple months ago that they uh, they brokered a deal. They're opening card shops in a bunch of different casinos all across the country, too, which is pretty cool. So um, the, probably the coolest named one is next, Honey Hole Collectibles in Escondido, California. Uh, sounds Southern California. Uh I'm surprised, actually, out of Southern California, that what's uh, the card father, um, Burbank. Burbank, yeah, they're massive in the Burbank, community. Burbank's big one down there, yeah, favorite. And then my guys, um, we'll have Ryan here on the podcast pretty soon. But real sports cards, um, they are fairly new shop. That they well, they they've been around, but they built a new shop in Champlin, Minnesota, which is a suburb of the Twin Cities. Uh, they uh real breaks is their other their break side of their company. They've won breaker of the year the last three years. Um, good friends, good people. So those are your final four. You can vote um, on Beckett's website. Just uh, go to the search bar and put uh, card shop finalists. It'll pop up. You can cast your vote if one of those is yours. I was going to ask if they get a prize, but I just saw what the prize is. Holy crap. I didn't even see what the prize is. What it's is a it? prize package with items worth $50,000. That's crazy. Ooh, that's, that's solid. A, yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, or I guess a lot of product. But um, yeah. yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So check it out, and uh, you can you can go online and vote. Um, this is some pretty cool news. So PSA um, will begin uh, grading the 84 Jordan Star basketball cards, with which I guess some people um, consider to be – his rookie. Uh, some don't, I, there's like weird, I know Nat Turner like tweeted about this and then, um, I forget who responded. 
it might have been Ken Golden, shocker, uh, oh. trying to school him, or, or it was someone, someone else. Um, so, yeah, so these these cards right now are strictly in Beckett's labs. Uh, I guess I guess SGC too. Um, I, I mostly have only seen uh, BGS labs, but uh, but yeah, it'd be pretty interesting to see. Um, it what, is weird that eighty six would be his rookie. I mean. Because yeah. it's not his rookie year. 84 was his rookie year. But I know I, what's funny is Nat Turner posted this like four or five days ago after it was announced. And then today I saw that he posted uh, some graded 84 star cards, one of which being Jordan, the other one being, uh, I believe, John Stockton. So he uh, he obviously had front of the line access, which is a little bit horseshit, seeing as I have stuff there from last March. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the highest graded uh, is going to be out there for a little bit. Uh, I don't even know what the highest graded BGS copy is, but yeah, um, you'll get some crossover, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I don't think anyone's going to crack it, honestly. I think I think you just have to send it for a crossover, because yeah. um, obviously there's a lot of fraudulent uh, copies out there too, stuff like that. Um, I would peel off. I wonder if you could peel off the Beckett like label or. Not peel it off, but like dig into it and get that out of it so it doesn't influence. Like if you have a nine with, I always I always was worried that like if you were to send a card just for crossover, are the subgrades and stuff from Beckett gonna influence whoever's grading it? Yeah, or they like tape over it and like grade it without the subgrades. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's a good question. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we could. You know, pick someone's brain that's at the, at the national from PSA. See if they would spill yeah. the beans. Um, uh, yeah, uh, NASCAR legend uh, Richard Petty to be honored with an NFT collection by Candy Digital. So they obviously they uh, started that whole racing collection. I still don't think they've dove into F1 at all. I think it's still just NASCAR. Um, but it looks like they're going to be giving uh, Richard Petty his own uh, collection. I haven't been keeping up too well with the candy stuff. Um, I doubt it's died yet, obviously, but um, I don't know if it's taken off as, and it could just be the landscape of the current uh, economy uh, has kind of caused some of their growth to, to kind of be hindered a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, they're still trying, so I'm going to keep at it. They got the money to keep it afloat, so. Uh, Probably not the best time to be investing in NASCAR NFTs, but. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's your thing, you know. Maybe Seems... rock bottom right now is the time. Who knows? It might be, yeah. <laughs> Eat um, those words. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, the NSCC uh, Executive Director, John Brogy, uh, he said that there's approximately double uh, in ticket sales from last year's national to this point. Uh, with a little wild. bit smaller of a venue, that's kind of uh, kind of crazy. Be a lot of sweaty dudes in that room. Yeah, a lot. Last year's national, dude. Like, Us included. Oh, my God, it so hot it was so hot in there because there's so many people and packing us in a and we like people were asking because i've heard i heard people ask about like the air conditioning like the first day was so brutal and they said the air conditioning's on at full blast like there's just so many people can't keep up yeah yeah we'll see hopefully it's not, it's not too bring your sweating pants yeah we're deodorant too please god damn um but yeah, moving on. Uh, David Adams, uh, new fresh programs underway. Um, Case Fresh versus Factory Fresh. Do you, what the hell does that mean? 
Okay, so this is something that they came out with actually a couple months ago, but actually and it was like an in-house program, but now it's it's opening up. So it's kind of like BBCE. So if you can buy, you know, sealed product from them and you can use their fresh program and pick between case fresh, which is they will pull a, so you want to buy a box of F1 Sapphire. They will pull it out of a sealed case and they will put it in like a hard acrylic, you know, like, like we've seen before, a hard acrylic thing, put a seal on it and you get a certificate of authenticity and all that. If you choose factory fresh, that's only uh, applies to if you're buying a whole case. So you buy a whole case and they shrink wrap it similar to what BBCE does um, with their cases. And it's just they're stepping into that market. So now instead of just getting a case, which is sealed in and of itself, they will shrink wrap the actual case or pull it out of it or pull it out where, you know, if you're selling the box down the road or whatever, you know, it's from a fresh case or it's actually a fresh case and not resealed. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's you don't want to you don't want to trust the guy that says we all got duped to yeah. uh, wrap your cases anymore. So let uh, Dave and Adam, both of them hand <laughs> hand wrap your case for you. No uh, GI Joe cards coming out of those. No, we're on to bigger and better things here. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, so this is interesting. So fun. Okay. You want to go into this one? Because I, I have a little bit different view on it. Or you know. Yeah, so Funko Pops releasing its first ever figures based on football cards, and it's modeled after 2020 Prism football. Um, if you're a football collector and want to sit one on your desk, I guess, you know, but to me, Funkos are a waste of money. Um, I know there's money to be made on them sometimes, I guess, but to me, like... I don't know. The athletes, I don't know, would be super happy about that because they get some of their contracts and pay on the use of their names and negotiated by their unions are based on the cards and stuff. I don't, I don't know if this would be covered under both or you'd, or would they get double on this? It's weird. Yeah. Well, they did this with basketball, didn't they? That's where I got a little confused with this. Okay. So this is the first football one, but they did this with basketball with Lamelo and stuff, right? Yeah. Right. I, I remember seeing those boxes with the, um, with the like the prism card in it. Um, yeah. but it's not like a card though, right? It's not like an actual card, like a base no, card. Bo- the box is, is modeled. Out oh, of okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought the one had like an actual card in it last no, year. No, 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 no. That'd be sick though. You buy all the Herberts and Burrows you can find. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Just throw the, fun- throw the Funkos away and keep the cards. I have a couple Funkos, but they're just like a couple Cowboys and like Yankees ones. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. Crazy. If you're a collector like that, but I'd like to me, Funkos, I don't know, like, there's so many of them. Like I, I can't imagine there's there's so much rarity. I guess there is. I don't know much about the market. Oh yeah, there did some of them go for like obscene amounts of money. <laughs> like crazy amounts of money. Funko kind of reminds me of like beanie babies. Like yeah. that kind of you know what I mean? Like there's like who knows down the road they're, they're probably gonna be worth a ton. Yeah. But um cool. Yeah, I think that's uh it for hobby uh news this week. We can hop into some sports stuff. Uh, starting with the British Grand Prix. Holy crap. Craziest race of the year. Um, like, literally insane. Um, so, obviously, it started off the rip. Like, Lewis Hamilton got the most insane start. Uh, jumped two places to third. And we're like, oh, let's go. Like, Lewis like Lewis just hopped into third. He's looking fast. He was looking fast all weekend. And then um, George Russell gets clipped or clips, I think it was Pierre Gasly or someone, and 
like hits into the back of uh, uh, Zhou Guan Yu's car, it literally flips and just like slides. I mean, how far that was? It was far. It was really, really far. Hundred um, yards at least. Yeah, probably. it just slid all the way into the barrier and like flipped over the tires and got wedged in between the fence and the uh, and like the tires. You know that break the you know break the crash and, uh, it, and it was sliding upside down. Yeah, and it, it was, was upside, upside down. down. It was insane. Like no one, no one knew what happened unless you were there because the cameras just you saw the car flip and then they did show it. You like you knew it was bad. Um, George Russell got out of his car, which like and and you know like you get out of your car, you can't you technically can't finish the race. You know if you wreck, you, you have your car has to make it back to the pit. You know to be able to get fixed uh, and right. get back out there. So he got out of the car and literally. Just ran to, to Zhou Guan Yu to make sure he was okay because he's a good dude. Um, and yeah, like you just had to look at pictures of like how his car and even the videos, like the people that were sitting there that didn't move, psychos, yeah. like get yourself checked. Like you're <laughs> insane just sitting there. Um, but yeah, crazy, crazy uh, crash off the rip. But then, I mean, the last five laps were just insane. It was just insanity. Um, there was, yeah. I think there was a safe. There, yeah, there was a safety car, uh, and then everyone pretty much pitted, I think, except um, uh, Charles, who was leading, um, but he was on hard tires, and everyone else was on soft tires at that point. And uh, yeah, he ended up, you know, not, you know, not taking the lead uh, or taking the win at all. He ended up fourth or fifth, I think he was fifth. Um, but the last four laps, last four or five laps, was pretty much just a battle between. Um, Perez, uh, uh, Lewis, and uh, Charles, and it was just nuts. They were just going back and forth. Like Lewis was passing, they were pat. Oh, I was just crazy. Um, but Carlos Sainz ended up taking home uh, his first ever win, uh, which was Grant which was Carlos. really cool. Yeah. So shout out to Carlos. He's been driving really really well um, for all the shit that he gets. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he's a number one dude. He's a number one on almost every other team other than Red Bull. Oh Bowl. yeah. So. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Um, yeah, moving on here. Uh, the sons of Gary Sheffield, Manny Ramirez, Pedro Martinez, uh, Ortiz, and Keith Folk are playing together on the Brockton Rocks of Futures Collegiate Baseball League. Pretty, you know, a, mouthful of names. Yeah, yeah. All those kids, all those kids are. I find this cool because obviously their dads are all big time players. Um, majority of them Hall of Famer. I don't know if is Keith Folk Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm I'm not the person to. If they if he is, they <laughs> all are. But but uh, it reminds me of of 2019 through 2020. How many of those? You know, you had Tatis, you had Vlad Jr. And then the next year you had uh, uh, who was the? Oh, Bobuchet. Yeah. Um, you know, all these kids kind of that grew up playing together, and their dads, you know, played against each other. All came up at the same time. I'm sure, kind of something like that's going to happen again. But that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, I feel like you see that more in basketball because well, yeah. it's a lot easier to move these kids around in high schools and stuff. Right. Um, so pretty cool to see in baseball. Um, USC and UCLA are leaving the uh, leaving for the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, so obviously pretty big shakeup in the Pac-12. Um, <laughs> I don't know. How do you think they're going to do? USC might be able to hold their own, but like different so, environment in Ca- sunny Cali. Ten years ago, maybe a little bit longer, fifteen years ago, the Pac-12 usually because the winner of the Pac-12 always plays the winner of the Big Ten in the Rose Bowl, unless the Rose Bowl 
falls into being one of the playoff or championships. So I actually went out um, to the Rose Bowl with my team, Illinois, University of Illinois, played against USC. They got hammered in the Rose Bowl back in, I think it was 2008. But these teams now that, that shift to either Big Ten or SEC, you know, is where you need to be to compete. With these teams coming in, I don't think they're going to be towards the top. But what it does is now all these other conferences I've been reading is they're scrambling like to pick off the remaining teams because they need to beef up their conferences or they're just going to get drowned out. So you have, you know, Big 12 and and uh, the Big East and stuff are now scrambling for teams because the Big Ten's beefing up. The SEC is already beefed up. Um, the ACC has kind of dwindled where, you know, bigger teams are leaving for other conferences. So. It'll be interesting. It's going to be weird to see USC and UCLA in the Big Ten, though. Yeah, yeah, very... that's a that's a long way to travel for games, too. Yeah, know, because I don't understand it. But what's the farthest West team in the Big Ten? Iowa. Ruck, Ruck, and Rutgers in the Big Ten. Oh, Ru- where's Rutgers? New Jersey, by me. Yeah, uh, farthest West. These oh, teams are coming. From oh, California. West. I thought you said oh, Nebraska. I thought you Probably. said farthest East. My bad. Uh, yeah, farther because most of the teams in the Big Ten are either Midwest or East Coast, and yeah, now you got two teams from as far away as possible. I think Nebraska is probably the farthest West team in the Big Ten. You think that affected the recruits at all? Like, you think anyone was like, ah, kind of fuck this? Like, yeah, I'm not trying to play in like snow and shit. Like, I was trying to go to Cali. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they also, but then again, you know. You have a lot more noticeability for pro scouts and stuff playing against Ohio State and Michigan and it's true. you know like that. So yeah, maybe yeah, we'll see. Um, Logan Paul he signs with the WWE. I feel like this was inevitable. He's kind of yeah. perfect for it. Um, it's interesting to see what kind of role uh, he plays in it. Um, he he reminds me of like a like the Miz. Uh, who was uh, big in like real world and and like the challenge and stuff like that on w- or on MTV? Uh, he turned uh, pro wrestler. Is that where he comes from? Yeah, you didn't know, I didn't that? know that. Yeah, no. yeah. The Miz was. I think he was real world. Um, but yeah, he was MTV, like one of those MTV stars before before WWE, yeah. and then he got into wrestling. Yeah, um, that's the only reason I really I really know him. Um, I mean. Logan Paul is just—he's very, very good at marketing himself. He's very good at making money. Yeah, no I mean, that. these guys—it's entertainment business, so these guys have to be entertaining and be able to, you know, get a crowd going. Uh, and, right. You know, he knows how to do that, so he'll he'll do well. Um, yeah. I mean, I talk, another person that signed a contract—I don't know how this is. Mm. This is insane. Uh, Zion signed a five-year, hundred ninety-three million dollar contract, um, and. Uh, yeah. I I don't understand it. You? Know? <laughs> no, I mean the other is it's worth two thirty one, two hundred thirty one million if he makes the All Star team and hits a couple uh personal stat goals too. So they were complaining about him being fat and slow all year last year, right? And now yeah, they give him the max rookie extension, the biggest one that's ever existed. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess they have to, right? They roll in on him, so. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, you can get oh, out now, there. Now definitely all in on him. Yeah, definitely. Um, this was pretty crazy to see. I saw this on Twitter too. Um, the you know, late Denver Broncos wide receiver Demarius Thomas, he was diagnosed with CTE. So obviously, they sent his brain uh, to I, I don't remember exactly what um, 
kind of lab it, it went to. But um, yeah, they were able to say he was diagnosed with CTE. So I think that'll, you know, go into, you know, more reason. They constantly are trying to make, you know, football safer with the equipment, you know, the rules, uh, obviously just coaching better, um, how to tackle, uh, stuff like that. So uh, obviously, it's, you know, never good to, to lose any of these guys. But um, I got to be one of the youngest, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I have a, I have an idea of how to make it safer for hitting and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, it'll never happen. But what happens if you put them back in leather helmets? Do you think anyone would be leading with their heads? That's a great, great question. I wouldn't be. Like, uh, if you're if you're used to cracking people because you got that hard helmet that and a big hard head underneath it. Yeah, I wonder if you think about that more carefully, leading with your head. If you had just had a leather helmet, your your neck and face and head are going to take all the force. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Probably I would a be, terrible idea. <laughs> I would be a little more cautious. Yeah. Um, NFL, but, uh, I'm copyrighting that idea. So if you use it, pay up. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, oh, this was crazy. <laughs> Joey Chestnut. I literally thought he killed someone. Yeah. So. Um, obviously we know that they love to send, um, you know, like, uh, protesters or, yeah, you know, people like to storm the stage. Well, someone stormed the stage in front of Joey Chestnut as he was eating hot dogs and he <laughs> legitimately snapped this dude's neck in half. Oh my God. It was um, hysterical. I, yeah. I thought he killed someone. He might've killed someone and they're just not going to do anything about it because he's Joey Chestnut. Nobody's confirmed <laughs> that that guy's alive. Yeah, I haven't I seen anything about like this person made it out alive. So um, you got to watch a video if you haven't seen it. It's incredible. Yeah. Do you imagine <laughs> snapping someone's neck and, and eating eating like yeah, seventy hot dogs? One thing we didn't say about that is he did this while still pounding his gullet with hot dogs. Yeah, he was in the middle of the competition. Yeah, absolutely insane. <laughs> Just insane. So Great. shout out to Joey Chestnut. He's the he has the most wins in a single event, uh, passing Nadal. So yeah. he has 15 wins. <laughs> what, what a um, champion athlete. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, Jerry Jones, uh, Dallas Cowboys owner, uh, under scrutiny after a partnership with Black Rifle Coffee. Um, so Black Rifle, uh, obviously kind of in the name there. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff in the news with, with guns. Uh, and Jerry Jones is like, well, I'm going to go do partnership with a gun company that makes coffee. Um, I assume probably going to sell it in the stadium and stuff. Um, yeah. So I just think that people should, you know, like we, we remember how pissed people were me too. Like when we didn't have sports for six months during COVID, like let's just keep politics out of yeah. sports because we don't want them to go away. And, and I would, people turn to sports to get away from politics and the crazy world. So let's just, you know, let's yeah. not think too deep into it. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. Um, never had that coffee. Might have to try it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, put a little hair on your chest. Yeah, I would hope so with that name. Yeah. Um, Tommy Fury, the younger brother of the heavyweight champion uh, boxer Tyson Fury, uh, was denied access to board a plane to U.S. Uh, to train for the Jake Paul fight. Uh, so Jake Paul will now fight Haseem Rahman Jr., who is the son of the ex-heavyweight champ Rahman Sr., I don't know boxing that well. I, I, he probably was a big name. Um, is who's going to get their ass beat here? Like it's Jake. I don't know, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong. It, it seems like this is the first because Tyson Fury's brother Tommy is a is a legit boxer. So is Haseem Rahman Jr. Um, 
now that he's actually facing a real boxer, I want to say that Paul's going to get tuned up, but he has held his own. So I don't know. I don't know how you feel. Did you watch the Jake Paul, uh, who did he just, uh, Tyrone Woodley fight or no? Yeah, unfortunately I did. Yeah. How did that knockout look to you? Legit? Not legit? Uh, yeah, that was the one where like he like hit him in the back of the head, right? Yeah, it was like well, yeah, kind of side of the so, head, but it, yeah. but Tyson Tyson just before the punch was as the punch was coming dropped his guard. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Now nah, it's coming back to me. Uh I don't know. It probably was legit. It just looked yeah. really not legit. <laughs> <laughs> if it was legit, then I think maybe Jake Paul could win. If it's staged. I think he's still going to win because obviously that's what they want. That he's the yeah he's the money ticket right now. So I don't know. I'll definitely be watching it um, on my special pay per view box. Shout out to uh, Pat's fan man. Yeah, oh, I'm <laughs> gonna get that set up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. They're just. I always say I'm not going to watch that stuff, and then I'm like, fuck, I must just watch yeah. it. <laughs> I dude, I used to hate on this, like just like when we were talking about Logan with the WWE. <laughs> I used to say, like, oh, these guys aren't real celebrities. They're not real famous people. They're just, you know, a bunch of TikTok idiots that, but realistically, that's the way the world's going now. You know, like that's the people want to see. They want to see Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and TikTok stars, you know. So they're very good at marketing themselves. They're very good at putting themselves in positions to be at the center of attention and spotlight. So, you know, more power to them. Go, go knock some teeth out and yeah. the money. Yep. Uh, Baker, so he got traded to the Panthers. So obviously, we I think we talked and we thought Panthers or Seahawks, um, but ended up being the Panthers um, yeah. for a speculative fifth round pick. Uh, I like that for the Panthers. Um, yeah. So what they have, Darnold and Baker Mayfield now. Yeah, Darnold, Darnold, the ride pine. But what's interesting yeah. I saw is the Vegas odds for them making the playoffs like tripled. Interesting. Got yeah, yeah, three hundred percent better. So. Hmm. I think they were at like a nine to one. Now they're at a three to one. So interesting. I didn't think he would swing it that much, but maybe it's just the money. Maybe yeah. They're just trying to get some suckers. What do you um, think? So here's the deal. They split. The, I, I read that they split the cost of the contract. Yeah. Panthers and the, and Cleveland. Um, how do you think Baker feels about that? That he was the number one overall pick in what? 2018. Yeah. Yep. And went before Josh Allen Went you know, uh, before uh, Lamar Jackson, and now you got traded for a speculative fifth round pick, and your old team had to pay half your salary. So I yeah. can't imagine it feels awesome. I mean, maybe not, but then he probably just thinks about like he got first overall pick money, and like, yeah, he's sure. like, <laughs> he doesn't get too upset about it. And, like, plenty of like, ad not. deals and stuff. Like he's got those commercials and stuff. I don't think he's too worried. Yeah, um, that's true. He probably get over it. Yeah, um, I would but, do. I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, you want to rip into the uh, rookie updates? We got a couple. We added uh, the ones that we kept saying that we're going to add every week. We finally did yeah. add them. So, yep. Um, yeah. So, pretty odd week. Uh, Wander stays pretty stagnant. He's only been back a couple games, so not much of his stats have changed. He's still two sixty one batting, uh, three oh seven on base. He's slugging four oh one OPS eight ten. Uh, I'm going to do J-Rod last. Bobby Witt and Adley Rushman are both down this week. Bobby Witt's down to 236. Not a huge drop, just a few points. Uh, 730 OPS, which is still okay, pretty solid. Um, Adley's down to 213 batting. Again, he's only been up for, what, three weeks now. So 
still giving him time to to grow a little bit. He's down about 15 points across the board. Uh, but Mr. Julio Rodriguez, even though it's slight this week, it just continues to, I mean, it's slight on the batting average and the on-base percentage where he only went up a point in batting average and, and about stayed the same and, and on base, but his his slugging and his OPS are just mooning. I mean, so he's up to 487 slugging now. He's hitting bombs. He just hit a – you see that upper deck homer he bombed the other day? Yeah, I of mean, course. Just a moonshot, 487 on the slugging. His OPS is all the way up to 823, which is the top. He's still – if I – is he still the leader in stolen bases? I'm actually just pulling that up real quick. I'm pretty sure – Oh, wow. No, actually, John Birdie of the uh, Marlins is Marlins, yeah. at 25. Um, J-Rod's at 21, but he's still okay. he's 15 home runs, 20 stolen bases before All-Star. Yeah. Um, crazy. 16 doubles. He's just he's playing really, really well. So, um, tear. We, we just watched a break right before we recorded this where they pulled out of the new Definitive, which is super cool. Uh, High-end product from Tops. They pulled the J-Rod Redemption Auto, which is going to be worth a weird amount of money. Yep. Um, but then our two newcomers first, uh, Michael Harris, he is batting 293, um, which is pretty solid. I think that's the highest of the rookies that we're cracking. Um, 329 on the on-base percentage, 489, which is right up there. That's, that's what Julio is right there, um, for slugging. And then his OPS is 818, which is only about five points back from J-Rod. So Michael Harris is crushing it so far. Um. And if you guys don't know, Michael Harris is uh, actually Michael Harris the second, I believe, of the Braves. And then O'Neill Cruz, um, the Pittsburgh Butt Pirates. <laughs> I said that right. I'm a Cubs fan. Um, okay. He's batting 200. Uh, again, newer to it. He'll give him some time. But 222 on the on base, 417 slugging, 639 OPS. So these guys are first week. We'll track them too. Um, but again, another week of J-Rod leading the show. Let's see if Wander, after he gets a week underneath him, gets some points. We'll address it next week. But, again, Julio continuing to bang. Yeah, awesome. Um, before we get into the high rollers, this is actually breaking news. Uh, on Twitter, Ooh. PSA just tweeted a July national special, $18 a card, uh, max declared of $199, uh, 20 card minimum. And you don't wow. have to drop at the national, but you can. It's for collectors club members only. Ooh, and that's and that's ends when? It's just for July. It's a hundred and fifty day turnaround, so planned accordingly. That's, uh, what, five months, yeah. So, I mean, eighteen bucks a card though. That's hard to go wrong. You send all those. Uh, I would be sending all the prism quarterback. Uh, I mean, even the base prism at eighteen bucks a card might be worth it. To be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, who, that's uh that's crazy though that's um eighteen dollars that's that's really good <laughs> that's below the that's below the price of value when they shut value down yeah that's the last value was what twenty or twenty five uh, this is a bad move by them <laughs> yep they're gonna get slammed again so uh get your economy orders in ship them next day delivery out to p s a if you want because they're about to get slammed yeah I mean this is gonna probably really trigger people that uh still have bulk orders that haven't shipped back from last year right i mean uh, yeah i'm one of those guys uh how about jem mint though being breaking news coming to you live from here 
you heard it here first, possibly <laughs> second or third by the time this airs. But yeah. Still. Yeah. If it was live, then you would have heard it first. But yeah, um, yeah, it was right from right from Twitter. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the high rollers, some high dollar sales. Uh, starting with a pretty big one, 09 Bowman Chrome Draft, uh, Mike Trout Orange Auto, BGS 95 with a 10 auto for 228000 Uh Pretty crazy. Um, probably the biggest uh, you know name right now, basketball, Giannis, 2013-14 uh, National Treasures, RPA out of 99, BGS 95 with a 10 auto, 318000 Be interesting to see if we um, you know talk about that card again when the season starts. Uh, 97, 98 Skybox MJ, uh, precious metal gem red out of a hundred BGS seven for four hundred fifty thousand. Insane, insane. Uh, a 1916 M one hundred one Sporting News Babe Ruth rookie in a PSA four, four. It's over a hundred years old. Five hundred and ten thousand. That's crazy. Um, and then this is just an, a monster. 9697 Skybox Kobe Bryant credentials at a 499 PSA 10 with only three more in existence uh, for 600,000. Crazy. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you had your choice and you couldn't sell it, it was a per- forever PC. Which one of those are you picking? Out of those? Um, I don't know which one. I mean, I'd have to take the Babe Ruth. It's from, it's a hundred year old card. <laughs> Yeah, I see. So I, I also would pick the Babe Ruth. My second, though, I think might be the Skybox Jordan. Those precious metal gems. I mean, I'm a Chicago guy, obviously MJ, but but those precious metal gem cards are super cool. The 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 M101 Babe Ruth though. There, I, I just that's such a cool card because there's nothing on the front. It's just a picture of him holding bat. Yeah, so, I like those. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. I I would um yeah I think the MJ would probably be my second too. Um. Maybe a Trouty third. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough list. It's a nice list. I'm not even a basketball guy, really, but like, or especially modern, but Giannis, man. I'm Absolute surprised that Giannis too. exists and it's not on his <laughs> shelf at home. Yeah, right? It's not his, his little China cabinet or something in his yeah. dining room. Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, before we get into the massive polls of the week, um, you guys want to make sure you're protecting those, uh, you know, those polls at all costs. Uh, and uh, Collector Caps has the perfect solution for you. Uh, for those that don't know, Collector Caps. Uh, is a uh, patented cap that fits snugly over your top-loaded cards. Uh, gives you 360-degree protection. Uh, just a really, really sick look uh, to the card if you want to display it. Uh, and it's a great way to uh, get your brand out there because um, it's kind of what it's all about these days. Differentiate yourself from the pack. And uh, collector caps is the you know the perfect way to do that. Uh, you can get you know different colors, uh, you know custom um, options as well. So. Ditch the scotch don't tape. Don't yeah. show up to the national with cart with tape yeah. on your cards and stuff. Yeah, like if that. you pull out a top loader card and hand it to me, and it doesn't have a collector cap on it. I'm handing it back. Yeah, so. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, so you know, ditch the tape and 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 you know, slap on a cap. Uh, you know, be confident that your card's going to arrive, you know, safe, secure, and, and and look good. So, uh, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at Collector Caps, and then you can shop online at collectorcaps.shop with code GFNF for fifteen percent off. Um, and yeah. we should have the GFNF ones 
uh, I would think this week. I, I don't know where they got sent, uh, who they got sent to, but yeah, uh, they got to be somewhere. I, <laughs> the office. Uh, I, I like the oh, slap yeah. a cap, slap on a cap. Maybe hashtag slap a cap. Maybe that can catch on. Yeah. I'm not a big Twitter, you know, as big on Twitter as I am <laughs> as, as you are, but yeah. slap a cap sounds pretty cool. I like I slap know. a cap. <laughs> sounds sick. Just slap a cap. Slap a cap. So, uh, yeah, you want to uh, rip into the massive polls? Yeah, um, some of the usual suspects again, but uh, first one will be 2022 definitive Shoei Otani MLB Logo Man Auto. Leighton pulled that 101. Beautiful card. They have no idea what that's going to go for. Something something insane, I'm sure. Uh, we also saw, I think, they pulled, was it Leighton that pulled the uh, Ichiro Otani duel? Uh, I think it was them. I'm thinking of the Griffey Trout that Phil Phil Hughes pulled. Um, oh, is he back now? He just posted a picture on, on Twitter. Um, yeah, it was. I think it was them because I saw someone like doing some conspiracy theory BS about them getting loaded boxes. <laughs> the well, that Shohei Otani logo man one one I'm sure is going over to Japan. There's a huge market for him over there. They love buying Shohei cards. And rightfully so. Um, next on the list, 2021 National Treasures Trevor Lawrence Nike Patch Prodigy RPA 101. Again, Leighton, um, proving the conspiracy theorists right. They're getting all the loaded boxes. Let's storm the beaches. You know, let's start a riot. Um, no, but they're just opening more product. For all of you that believe in that conspiracy about them getting loaded boxes, first of all, Panini and Tops barely can get their quality control under where you don't get smashed boxes and stuff missing autographs. They're definitely not picking and choosing what, you know, and remembering what the case and stuff's in. So it's just they're opening way more. They're the biggest breakers on the planet. So that's why. Um, the next one is super cool. We've been, I think we uh, we were watching this break, Nico and I, but Star Wars Sapphire, uh, Cheap Fun Breaks, um, who does the breaks for Blowout. Uh, pulled the Princess Leia captured Onyx, Black Onyx 101, which is super cool card. That's watching that break. I I don't know about you, Nico, but for me, it made me want to rip a box or two. Yep, I can't. I can't do it. I'm too weak. Yeah. Too uh, weak. I got to get them out of the house. I I, I thought to myself, today, so I go put them in storage unit. I something. have them in a I have them in a box that fits um five of those, and then uh, F1 Sapphire too. So I just have it taped up to holy hell. Like just really yeah. pain in the ass to open. Yeah, but a knife cuts right through that. Bro. I know it does. It did. You did today <laughs> when I opened it. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So that I, it's it's hard, but I'm gonna hold off. Uh, but probably not. I'll probably open one. Um, 2021 contenders optic NFL Mac Jones cracked dice auto, uh, which I believe that's my is buddy Will that hit that. Is that? Oh yeah. Is it, what's yeah. that numbered out of? It's it's his jersey number two out of 21. It's number out 10. Of 21. Or twenty two, might be twenty two. Um, give a sh- give a shout out to Budget Breaks. Yeah, and if you're looking to buy it, let me know. I'll put you in contact because he's looking to sell it. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> um, and then the last one was just a Facebook personal rip. This guy we saw uh, real cool. That personal is twenty twenty one Prism White Sparkle Zach Wilson Auto. So all the autos. And I was actually our member's buddy. He posted it yeah. in the card chat. Yeah. Um, so one one Zach Wilson Auto White Sparkle. That'll go for some coin. Um, and it went to just a personal rip as opposed to yep. a one of the big breakers. So that's cool. Um, yeah, that, that'll do it for Massive Pulse. Slap a cap on those suckers. Slap a cap. Um, yeah. uh, some upcoming drops uh, on the retail front. We should see Prism Basketball soon. We do have the hobby release tomorrow. 
Um, I don't know if Panini... Actually, I'm curious if they put a price up yet. Um, ooh. They've been getting yeah, later is- and later with their prices, updating uh, these listings. They just like, kind of like wait, like to make it you know wait last minute. Uh, nope, they still do not have a price on it, and it's live in about 16 hours. Oh, wait. No, they do. 1325 um, Isn't that above what first off the line sold that Pass. $1,300. They are smoking something. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's if a hard... It's not, if it's not, it's right at work. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah that's crazy. They're so going to do their typical move, but they're going to let it sit for now. Yeah, these are these are not going to... I realize that they've sold three total boxes, and they're just going to take it off the site like it's all that. Yeah. Yeah, these are not going to... These are not going to sell out quick. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. But uh, other than that, we should see Optic Football in about two weeks, unless thing gets, things get pushed. Um, and I think we also do have WWE Select which is uh, priced much better than um, Prism was at about, I think it's 250 um, a box from Panini, which means you could probably get it for about 225 yeah. um, So cool, pretty... Cool tie-dyes and stuff. Yeah, so pretty cheap there. But uh, I think that's it for, for upcoming drops. Um, you have anything else, Jake? Oh, we didn't do like a little uh, thing about the Natty. Oh. I know we talked about uh, the silver packs last week. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it here. Yeah, let's do a let's do a little uh, uh, VIP ticket info. Yeah. So apparently, as you heard earlier in the episode, they are double uh, where they're at right now. So yep. where they were at last year, they are still selling tickets. I don't know if there's still VIP left. I think that there's probably not. Uh, but you can you can get them with general mission. I would buy it ahead of time. They are a couple bucks more expensive at the door than they are online. Um, but make sure you get a parking pass because I don't know exactly how AC is, but in Chicago, trying to find a parking spot and walking, especially if you're carrying cards and stuff, is a nightmare. Get the parking pass and get there early because when the doors open, especially if you're general mission, the doors will open a half hour early every day for VIP and super VIP. But for general mission, that line gets pretty darn long. So yeah. you could see yourself waiting for a good half hour hour 45 minutes after the doors open just to squeeze through the doors so there's all i mean uh, that's your tip this week yeah there's also plenty like a lot of hotels right there with a ton of parking garages so you should be able to find parking uh i would think relatively easy with like a short short you know pretty short distance walk um so it won't be too bad but yeah there's your little your little tip for the week um but yeah we will uh you know i think we'll wrap it up there we'll be back next week i think we're gonna have uh solis on uh solis is our uh resident gambler yeah. uh in yeah. the group for you know sports betting and stuff oh, yeah. so i think we're going to talk some some nfl futures and stuff like that so um yeah other than that guys you can find uh you know us at gfnf on twitter and instagram at gfnf underscore underscore uh as well as gfnf.io to hop on the wait list uh and then for me you could uh you know connect with me on twitter at nappyboy13 and jake at ray sc other than that guys we will catch you guys next week thanks